Hello everyone and welcome to the Brewdog Outpost in Manchester. This time with Good Evening Sir, R Jeff. Nicking me fucking catchphrase, what's I nicked off fucking uh what's it come about from work? Good evening, sir. Are you are you well Jeff? I thought you were. Put your fingerprint on there. Oh yeah, as uh... who, who puts fingerprints on their phone? I don't ah. I do that. It keeps people from seeing what I've got behind the paywall. Yeah, nothing. Uh, I like so, it. So, we've been today to Sovereign Pro Show at the Trinity Sports Centre in Manchester. A, a late addition to our schedule as we as we both thought, fuck it, we're going out. Well, they had a good win on the old King Kong cash. <laughs> Uh, so that 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 that's um, translated as four hundred and seventy-three pounds. Four hundred and thirty-seven hundred. <laughs> a lot of money. Good man. So you know, I thought, well, spending on something worthwhile. So I've ordered a few tickets, you know, for the money, etc., etc. And I thought, I'll take you out, and uh, we've got a discount on the tickets as well. That if you use the code proper, all caps, you've got another three quid off. So twelve pound on each ticket. Correct. Fantastic. So, Jeff, we went first to Society, which is the old vocation place. You had a stout, a chocolate stout? Yeah, naughty but nice. Uh, Yule log chocolate stout. I've had it before somewhere. Chocolatey. Yes, chocolatey stouty. Yeah. Um, I had the vocation Death by Mango, 524.5%, two thirds watery, but. Uh, three, per- three out of five yeah, for me. Yeah, we walked past uh, GMX where it was like, um, it must be like um, a national cheerleader convention. It was. They're all like, uh, lots and lots of cheerleaders all getting the photos outside. Some of them coming into the weather spoons as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were doing so, cartwheels at the prices, yeah. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Society. It's still an alright place to go. It's fine. Next up, Paramount, which is the uh, Weber Spoons. Yeah, you've got two pints of the Coach Coach House, House Val- Bootleg Valentine's Ale. Um, it would be alright for what it were. A steady 2.25 and untapped. 320 a pint, this one. Pint, yeah. uh, we met Dave Acne here. Jesus! Not seen him in a bit. Uh, good to see Dave. For, for the afternoon yeah, he's, had, he's had his hair cut he's literally looking weak he has, younger like Samson um, yeah he's lost all his powers so Paramount any thoughts it's a spoon what, do you, what more do you want uh, it is what it is next up three pints Bill as we went to the Bundabus don't tell anyone well we will no Andrew don't <laughs> tell them because we might get shot we probably will. <laughs> but if you answer a, um, a, questionnaire, a questionnaire, you get a free pint of Python Lager. 4.5%, which, which is, is generally £6 a pint. £6 a pint, but um, and then you get an email. If you have to show the people at the bar, you get a free pint. And this lasts while the 31st of the 3rd, 2024. How many pints will get out of this fucking email? And you don't have to scan anything, nothing scanned to say you've been Absolutely it. not. But that's more on them than it is on us. Why would we not take advantage? So this is the second fucking pint we've had for fucking free on this email. It Thank is, Thank you yeah. very much. 
Bondobos. Um, so the Python Lager, it's a good pint as well. It's a very good pint when it's free. We've always said Bondobos do really good drinks. Um, and the, this particular juncture is the best drinks in the fucking, fucking world. world. Next up, we walked into the Salisbury, saw that we'd had everything on the menu, and then walked out probably walked out yeah. and probably then we went to the first Scholar, which we've not visited in a while yeah. and probably never again um, Jeff it, it, a um, much better much better selection a bit of bear town action going on here lots of bear town beers um, so they might have a, like a sort of a deal going on here with bear town we had like a Hula Hops Hula Hops Tropical Haze IPA 420 yeah, it was fine for what it was. Um, it was quite empty in here, you know. Um, tunes are all right, but uh, I, I can't see me going in here. Always smells a wet mop when you walk through the door. You don't want a bit of wet mop, Jeff. Ooh, don't want a bit of wet mop, Daddy. You don't. As we walked up Oxford Road and went to Sandbar, which is a regular on the way to the trail. Uh, Revenant Stout, four ninety a pint for cask. Fucking hell, it's getting endearing here. Um, Jeff, what you have? You had um, like a bad kitty from Bram Brass, Brass Castle. Castle. Yeah, nitro porter, five pound on the pint. Decent pint. Oh yeah, the prices are creeping up, Andrew. Wherever you go, Decent. if you're not in the spoons these days, you're how you getting? How you fucking? How you getting value? Especially in town centre Manchester. What do you think of this place? Enjoy Sambar? Same again, it's a fine place, but I tell you what, my mind was blown. The bread shed and obviously... Oh, the zoo, the, the old, old zoo. The old Holy City Zoo, where I'd uh, been fucking hell 20 odd years ago and it was a club, which is actually the bread shed now. Yeah. And looking at it, looking at the site, the site of it, and uh, where I was sat in a car park when I was um, told to get in because some sort of fucking drug dealer turning up with a shotgun. Um, it took me back. Yeah. It took me back. Yeah. So there you go. That's the sort of place it is. Next up, Jeff. Um, we went to the venue, mm-hmm. Trinity Sports Centre, which you know, to be honest, isn't that far. In, in, it looks far on a map than it is in real life. Yeah. It's not too far away from the like the future shop venue at the MLU Union, Union, Union yeah. etc etc. No, it's as a venue. Pretty 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 good. Pretty 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 good. Um how many in there? Couple hundred. I'd say a couple of hundred. A solid crowd. Yeah. And I tell you what, I think I liked the ambiance of it, you know, with the lights and everything, what they had going on top of I think they did a really good job of making it feel like an intimate venue. Um and, and don't get me wrong, for a bit rest, big time. I I felt walking in like God it's a, it, it's hoops. Ring of Honor 2006, but then again, when I sat down, third row, just watching the show, I didn't notice any of it. You didn't notice it was a basketball court? No. No, exactly. I think they've done great there. I, did, I, th- I, I, I honestly did. I, re- I really thought they did a grand job of like just like making you think it was somewhere else other than that's it, fucking basketball amenities. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these people we saw today, we saw hairdresser Steve as ever. Yeah, no raffle. No raffle. He did get Lana's crown. Uh, 
we we did see is that a wrestling maneuver it probably is we did see Sachin and his lad as ever and who else we see oh the one and only GPW extraordinaire Johnny Brannigan we did good he, to see him he come over and literally said stay away no. stay away <laughs> no, I didn't. no, I didn't. It was, a, it was first a, time I've chatted with Johnny. It's good a, to see him. It's the first time I've ever met him in person, in public, if you will. You said he looks. He, he, God, he looks young. God, he looks young. Yeah, Christ. I'd say he's been doing GPW. Has been going for twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, he looks well on it. Um, so wrestling mustn't tax you. You know, booking and that mustn't tax you as much as what you think sometimes. Yeah. I'd have wrinkles on fucking wrinkles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, a grand a grand chat. Um, yeah, just a really really nice boy. Other people we met, I met uh, Aaron, who was um, he used to live down London. Now he lives up here. He used to go to um, Old Progress, didn't we all? Yeah, he was he was we were having, I were having a chat with him about that. I met a lass as well behind us called Veronica, who might be the key to wrestling in Rochdale. Oh my god! Well, she works for fucking Rochdale Council. Right? Yeah. And you were like, you were like fucking throwing out fucking cards, weren't you? Like I was. Yeah. My cards. contacts. Yeah. Your contact cards. Oh. And you were like, who've you been in contact with? A certain M in the slam. Yeah. And we were like, they're all right. They're all but, right. But I think you could do better than that. And um, so we give a few contacts out. Um, hopefully, we see Rochdale wrestling in the town. Well, wrestling. In Rochdale, in the town hall, it's our dream. Honest to God, out of all the things at the show, this is the thing that got me most energised. I'm fucking buzzing my tits on. If I can see fucking Rochdale wrestling in Rochdale town hall, honest to God, that's my fucking dream come yeah. true. Because there's n- nothing doing in a shit old town, and I fucking want to see wrestling in my, in in that particular place. It's been done up, it's been fucking, you know, what can I say? Renovated. Renovated. There was nothing wrong with it before, but fucking hell, it's an actual... When we go to a place and go, oh, you can fit a ring in here, you can fit a ring This in is there. the place. This is the fucking place where you can fit a ring, get a fucking show and get people to come. They will come to Rochdale, they've got the fucking transport links, they've got the pubs. Don't go shopping because it's shit. But apart they've from that... They've got the pubs, they've, they've got, got the amenities. The pubs, they've got the amenities. You can stop at my house if you're a wrestler. <laughs> they're building an hotel so you don't have to. The Hilton, uh, no, it's uh, the Hampton by Hilton. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's got everything you could possibly want. You can stop in the Flying Horse if you want. They, they, they've got rooms. You can also possibly stay there. But yeah, this is <laughs> this is the fucking thing I've been waiting for. By God. I might quit podcasting or, or wrestling if they book a show in Russia. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. But hey, from you know, little acorns, big trees come. Yeah. Don't they? So we'll see how we go. So, so I, I have put. So, na- I have put. I have put names so, out. Yes, I have put names out there. Put names out there. They've not been cancelled by speaking out, so that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how we go with that. But like I said, little acorns. We've done our, our little bit for our town. Let's see how it goes. Come on, come on, Rochdale. Come on, baby. Oh, come a- on, anyway, baby. drinks in this place. Four pound for a can of one pinters of Foster's. They, they, they said, don't bring your, your cans in, yeah? I didn't. 
Yeah, but yeah, four, um, quid, four quid for a pint can of Foster's. I mean, it's not too bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we'll get into this fault anyway with um, the great Les Battersby. Uh, someone on Twitter, Mr. Dicely, said, Can't believe you got to meet Orange Cassidy. This after the football match. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, promo to open to this show. Um, they're building up this May 6th show. Um, Honest to God, I think everything was built towards this bank holiday show. And I'll tell you what, I'm fucking up for it. This will be three days out on the trot, Jeff. BWR, Keen and Latham's, and then Manchester for this. And then Manchester for the to end it all. I'll be honest with you, um, a lot of it was just like, we're going to do this at this show, it's like a five-way... Five-way with TLC. TLC t- for the title. And this is the late and buzzard segment and what have you, where he's introducing his group. Some are better than others, which well, is probably LA Taylor, late and buzzard and bullet and the other two Muppets. Easy. You don't want to knock it on your door, Andrew, since we already announced we're from Rochdale and they can find us at Rochdale Town Hall when the wrestling gets fucking put there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a talking segment segment like fucking Monday Night Raw back in the day, weren't it? Yeah. Where twenty minutes of papping, and it's probably not the best way of opening your wrestling show. It felt like Mega Slam, yeah. Well, I know you said that actually to the person who was after booking fucking Mega Slam. Um, you know, it's like an introduction, saying who they are, etc., etc., and then see how you go after. Um, not the best way of opening the show for me. I think you should go. Obviously, I think we all know hot main, hot fucking start, hot finish, and fill the middle. Yeah. Two urbises. Shall we start off with the um, tag team match which started proceedings, which was CPF, which is Joel Lando and Danny Black with all the tattoos, versus Quintessential, which is Paddy and Christy Quinlan. Shawn Michaels 1995 Paddy, old pud, the old pud. Don't want a bit of pud for starters. You want it for a bit, a bit of pud. I, lo- I love a bit of pud on uh, Sunday afternoon, but um, I, you know what? I, I did love a bit of pud on the Sunday afternoon here. Needed. Who was the custard here? Um, probably Joel Ando. He was the custard. He, he, he was a nice compliment to a bit of pod. He was all over this match. And, uh, and, he, and he looked like he had jaundice. Is that what you say? No. no. Uh, Jeff, um, this tag team match, very good. Two lads I took out of this was Joel Ando and Pud. The Pud, yeah. Yeah. They were just Joel Ando. Fucking hell, what an excellent worker he is. Yeah. Really, really fucking good. And put the other side of things. Um, I think a lot of people didn't know who Quintessential were unless they know like the local Liverpool. Wrestle Island, yeah. The Liverpool promotion side of things. Um, but yeah, I think both really, really good teams. And um, Christy Quinlan, he's probably John Tenter at this stage, isn't he? He's a lot younger than he is older and he looks older than he is younger. He's 21. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, in years to come, you'll be doing the age game going, how old is Christy Quinlan? It's a bloody hard paper round in Birkenhead, I will say uh, that. You know, check out Birkenhead. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed this match. Um, they both worked really well together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Thought, uh, I did put, thought everyone looked good. Lando ended up getting rolled up by Christy. 
quite a shock pinfall as well because I don't think anybody's seen quintessential winning that game no uh, that match because uh, CPF have been um, more around this promotion than they have um, Lando had a bit of sad face after Lando kicks both in the balls and after and um, CPF turned baddie boo yeah it was sort of like they had a bit of a to do with each other weren't it and um, well, Lando was the good guy, and Danny Black was the bad guy, and then, like I said, they both fully turned heel by kicking them both quintessentially in the nuts. Next up, Yeston Reese versus the Free Jobbers. Hmm, this was fine, I suppose. It was just like. He had the lad who looked like he'd been to Burton's for his fucking outfit and then he's gone for an interview. Oh, no, he's on the outside. He's um, on the, outside. the manager, yeah. Yeah, there were like two lads, though, weren't there? <sighs> Just why? Uh, they're supposed to be the agents of Yeston Reese. Why is he needed Asian? His body does the talking for me. Exactly, yeah. He's, he's chiselled out of fucking granite, Yeston Reese. And he has been for a long while. Yeah. You know. He is the pe personal of, trainer to the stars. He's a veteran of the scene now, you know. He's, he's been around, you know, longer than the fucking mother-in-law. So, you know, why does he need anybody bumping him up and, you know, yeah. tooting his horn and all that? I mean, I, I get it because obviously he's still in fucking Britrest. He's never had the chance at a bigger stage. Yeah. It's a shame, really. But there you go. Um, so after this match, it ends up with Reese coming out and uh, you know chasing them all off. And I think he announced himself for that fucking big blad <laughs> that TLC match yeah, this in uh, in May. This was a this felt like the, the raw before Mania. This this is very much a theme. Yeah, okay. pointing at the side. Uh, next up, Jeff, which was Lucia Lee versus our girl. Lana Austin. Do do do. Lana Lana, Lana Austin. Austin. Cheers for chanting for us. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. You're my mate. There you go. So, I think. Uh, I, I, I about Lucia Lee. What about Lana Austin? Ah uh, no. Um, oh, no. I think. Uh, I think. I think Lucia Lee. Fucking really improved since that rain match at Catch. Well, which was the dirt worst. As Jazz and the pop plastic population said, the, the only, only way was up. up. And yeah, this was a really, really good women's match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. Lana, Ro I think you know people chanting for Lucia Lee. Um, Some people were chanting for Lana. I don't we, know were, we were, we oh, were. Bills then, wasn't it? Yeah. Bills. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's a real, just yeah. a really and, good match. And. Another, would you say, shock result? Lana got uh, gets rolled up as well. Fucking hell! Uh, but not the result we were after. No. But I can understand it, and well done, Lucy Lee. Yeah, I, I think Lana's really good for you know. Even if she loses, she doesn't lose anything in defeat. No, exactly. Uh, with this, exactly. But no, nah, good stuff. Really good stuff. Next up, Brady Phillips versus Sam Gradwell in a thank you match. They don't say I quit, they say thank you. Well, no. It's like fucking Ray from, Ray, Ray from Antler, who no one will know, but he also used to say thank you. Well, do. That's when we were putting like calls out to, to put someone over at Tannoy, weren't it? When they were in security up. Yeah. And then when it comes to that Christmas dude looking like dressed like Ronda Randall, Randall and Ocker, deceased, yeah, in the grey suit. 
But apart from that, next up, Brady and Gradwell. It could have been better. Yeah, there was a lot of brawling in the stands, weren't there? It just, I don't know. It wasn't the best match they've ever had. Do you me. feel it was hampered by the stipulations? Because I, I, I could, I, I wish I could have seen these just like a, a straight one-on-one wrestling match and yeah, more than again, more. like you know, like last time. I know you've got to have bells and whistles on this. Sometimes it's, it's like obviously it's building up the feud. Like done a straight match now they do this match and I'm just like, but the thing was, didn't do it for me. No. Um, I did put it was alright with the brawl through the crowd at the start but it ends up with like you know Gradwell submitting Brady and he's like before he said thank you the ref was like buddy waving it off yeah. I, I was like oh and then he said thank you he's like oh yeah, 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 yeah. like I said it was alright don't get me wrong lads but could have been more. I just felt it was hampered. There's a better match in them. Yeah. After the half time, you know, half time and that, I did think it was a. It, I enjoyed the first half. For me, yeah, for me, it was a solid first half. I was really energised with it. You know, I, I couldn't wait to see what was going on in the second. I will say, with Sob Pro, you know, we give him shit in the past about timekeeping. There was five minutes late starting the show, but in Brit rest time, that's on time. And there was running to time. Fucking really well done. At last, I will say, and that's what I want to see, a bit of improvement in timekeeping and organisation. Yeah. Always very, always very good. Next up after Artem Brew was Simon Miller and Ian Skinner versus the 87. Well, the tag chance versus the challenges, I just wasn't. Ambivalent. Yeah, that's a tag team there. Um, I was just. Not for me. I mean, I don't. Ian Skinner and. Uh, they like the odd couple tag team, mm. you think? Where Ian Skinner came out in. Um, Miller's gear, etc, etc but yeah, it just it left me cold after such a hot start and this second half, it just left me cold Who do you think's good out of these four? Fucking hell Um, There's two I'd take out of it for myself You're going Alexander Roth and you're going Simon Miller Uh, Alexander Roth and Ian Skinner for me Right, I thought I thought Alexander Roth was very uh, out, out of his team, very good. He got it. I don't think I don't think the big lads get it. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I think the slow plundering, plodding, plodding, not for me. Fairly does. I, I think Roy Johnson needs to be a bad man again because, yeah. Just did nothing for me. He, he does nothing for me. Fair enough. And Miller, big lad. There you go. That's all he's got. Why? Fucking why bother? More like. Um, 
it, it, I did put Roth was probably best of the four. Jeff Descratted by Big Wavy's plaster. Uh, this is awesome, chant I put in this match. And I, 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 mean, I, I, I immediately I just went, oh fuck off. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no. Christ, if you thought that was awesome, um, it's a very low bar. Yeah. Ending up with the 87 winning with the 3D. Thank God. Ended. Weren't great. Wasn't great. Wasn't great as a match. I agree with Andre. I agree. Next up, Scott Hall, Les Battersby. (laughs) (laughs) You know who I am, but you You don't don't know know why I'm here. That was fucking... I was it's one of the best lines he's delivered in years. It, I was roaring, yeah, roaring with laughter at yeah, this yeah. one. This was really good. So this is a portion where it's Tories versus Bantamus. What did we think, Jeff, of, of, the, of this segment? I'll be honest with you, I thought it was okay, but this Tory thing's gonna go. It's fucking got to go for me and sharpish. They seem to be, it seems to have been running for about six months now. Well, it's it as just, long as a Tory government has yeah. been fucking dragging on and on. And it, it, One trick pony. One trick pony. Once they're fucking, hopefully, touch wood in general election, Labour getting maybe, you know, what are they going to do? If that's going to be the big blow off, is it? Yeah. I'm just, what, what's this Thatcher right thing and all, all his anger's on going to do? They're going to be fucked. And then the banter bus is going to be fucked. Wait, you thought it would have ended last show, which we weren't at, where the banter bus actually beat him. Yeah, and that'd be it for me. You know, move on with your lives. But I just, I, like I say, it's a one-trick pony with yeah. political stuff. Once the Tories get kicked out of power, fingers crossed, right, bloody Christ, I hope they do. Uh, what are you going to do after that? Then yeah. you, you're buggered, aren't you? But yeah. uh, for the Les Battersby interaction, I thought it was really, really good. You know, he had his, he had, he has his, pla- he had his place, and um, obviously... I think it worked. It worked. It, it really it worked. worked. Yeah. And there's going to be another thing at the May Bank Holiday Show. Coronation Street A fight. Coronation Street fight, yeah. So um, maybe Les has got another bucket. Yeah. So fingers crossed it goes it goes well. Yeah. It's going better than it did in um, Raining Stones, which is one of the best uh, films that Les Battersby ever did. Well yeah, not containing the words Les and Battersby. Or yeah. it's Bruce Jones. Yeah. But that that film is very, you know, transparent of the like le- a, le- a, 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 Bru- a Bruce Jones character against the Tories. Well, it's it's relevant then as it is now. Yeah. Back when it was uh, twenty odd years, 70, thirty years ago, 70, in the seventies. Yeah. Such a cracking film. Go and check it out. Next up, Jeff, um, our boy RPD versus Rory Coyle in a like a video fucking death match. Video nasty videotape street fight match. 
where Rory Kyle had his uh, hoppers. Eitan, Eitanstein, uh, and uh, not not it were Eitanstein. It was uh, it was Eitanstein and H.C. Drake. Yeah, on the outside. Yeah, One was, no, was no, no, it not Alton, Alton Thorn. Alton Thorn. It begins with A. Yeah. So and yeah, uh, AC Drake. AC yeah, Drake versus him. It was pretty much like a three on one match. Yeah. I saw lots of video tapes were involved. They were filming, getting beat up. Um, yeah, it was, it was okay. It was, you know, I think the numbers were against him, weren't they, with RPD? Um, but it's duly, that's how it ended up. Um, I thought Crown were a bit quiet for this one. They were as well, yeah. Yeah, I did notice that, yeah. Um, like your baby face in peril with like three bad guys and nobody was getting behind him RPD, were they really? That was... Yeah. Um, so it seemed a bit of a struggle, but a, a struggle what the, um, what the crowd wasn't invested in. Yeah. For me, it was fine, but yeah, felt a bit of a slog for me for this match. Sorry, yeah. sorry to be a bit negative on it. Oh, don't be sorry about it. Uh, you said it with your own yeah, eyes. Yeah, I, I just didn't rate it. Oh. I've not rated this feud to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's nice to see RPD in a different, like, you know, setting environment, a different yeah. setting. It was like go through all the people before you got to Rory Coyle. Yeah. All the people that he went through. Coyle won by video tape. Yeah. Uh, all the people, out. all the people he went through should have been eliminated, not like hanging around the ring. Yeah. Waiting to get involved in the match. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 a bit of a damn squid for me. Um, Next up, the main event now, which was Jordan Oliver versus Leon Slater. What do we think of this? Yeah. I thought this was Tony Khan at high stakes there. And slightly you know, nice one. I, I thought this was not much better than their TNT showing. Yes. It was enjoyable, but to a point. Right. I thought it was. I'm not going to say choreographed or anything like that. I understand. But it, it, it seemed well worked out. You know what I mean? There was there was there was an ebb and flow to it, but it wasn't the best match I've ever seen between two high flyers. Um, it was it was fine. I mean, they're both very athletic lads. You know, yeah. they all do, you know, the flips, the manoeuvres, etc, etc. But there's something lacking in it, so, for me. It's stakes. There, was, there wasn't that for me. So, while, while you can have a, a dance in the ring, etc, etc, it just felt like I knew Leon was winning because he's a champ. You know, Jordan Oliver's not. Mm. Whereas the other way around, it was Jordan Oliver's stakes at TNT, yeah. where Leon doesn't have a title. So, it was fine for what it was. Um, did I like it? Yes. Did I feel invested in it? 
was okay. Did I feel like I went away going jumping away, going yes, it was the best match I've ever seen? No. I was like, it was alright. No, it was fine. It was fine. Um But I think there's a lot better in the pair of them. Yeah. Better. I think I think probably when, you know, the stakes are high and um, there's a lot more on the table to wrestle for and to go hell for leather for, then these two will have a bang. Well, well, he's facing Ian Skinner next time, Jeff. The, foot's the, the, the loser in the tag match. I'll be honest with you, the foot will be off the fucking gas with that one. Because <laughs> I can't, I honestly can't see what's the point of that. Yeah. He, he, he come in after the match, Leon had won. He come in after the match, sort of like, you know, shake me on this etc and then kicks him in the nuts and that's your fucking match for the for the May Bank holiday. And I don't fucking get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like you say, he lost he lost in the tag match and then all of a sudden he's the number one contender to fucking Leon's uh, Leon's title. I just thought he was, he was a bit fucking piss poor to be honest. Yeah. And um It's something for, I don't get that. that for one. all the things what they've announced for this show, we're going, ooh, that sounds good. Ooh, that sounds good. This sounds shit. Um I think as a match myself, I thought it was much better than the TNT match that they had. Um a bit more effort went into it. I thought it was very good. You know, the, the result was never in doubt. I do think the Ian Skinner bit, like, you just lost the tag match, why should I care about this fucking Orbo? Who, who's, it's who, not, not Orbo, but... Not, not Orbo, why should I care about this fuck who's, like, um, lost the match? Uh, who's, who, who, who's, who's lost the match, and then, oh, right, I'll, I'll challenge you for a title. You, yeah, you should be... It, it's the booking of it where, you know, we're getting to a bit deep in it, but it's like, right, this fella's just lost. Is he a big deal in Sock Pro? Probably not. Why is he challenging just because you kick somebody in the fucking bowl and all of a sudden you got a tag team? Yeah. You know, I could kick him in the nuts as well. Like, fucking, I'd get a fucking yeah. shot. It just, it, it, it didn't feel big. Can you, ca- can you catch that Leon Slater diver? I can hold my hands out and say, fucking jump into my arms, Leon, yeah. and then drop him. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't scream to me main event. Yeah. That. This this match is going to be something where it's going to be half time main event. Get your pictures yeah. and your fucking sign because there is no fucking way unless Ian Skinner step, steps up. I've not seen enough of him, but this is nowhere near a main event of a show. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so there you go. Um, we got our fall to with Les Batters, did yeah. We did. It reminds me of Kevin, who's me fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, a re- Relative of mine who's like, um, you know, with the jean jacket and the, yeah. you know, the uh, the grey hair and that. He does it. He reminded me of me getting a photo with him and the do. But you know, um, some people were paying fifteen pound and like the pints in the um, in the bundabust. Why much would we pay, Andrew? Zero pounds and zero pence. Those were cheeky young buggers. What about? Alexis Falcon and fucking cheeky little buggers. Cheeky little buggers. Uh, whatever Alexis Falcon's new tag team name is. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we got in with somebody who said, "Oh, he's a mate of mine. You know, just go get in there and fucking have a photo." And we duly did. Happy days. There you go. Spread it on your social media. People love the photo, yeah. Well, already, yeah. You know, it's going viral worldwide. Or, or maybe a bit more local than that. Yeah. But, you know. 
Um, so Sovereign Pro overall, I think they've really improved their product. This, uh, the, out of the, is it three times now we've I been? Think, I think this is the best three, show overall. This is the best show we've been of theirs overall, and we see the progression of what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they've got um, on time. They've got on time. The production values are great. And what do we see in the crowd? Somebody with a microphone, two microphones in yeah. the crowd just like recording crowd noise yeah which i've never seen in a in a fucking brit rest venue before so uh, that is a, is a big uh love to hear the sound of people fucking um oh yay whatever whatever's going on there yeah. I, don't, I don't know but that's the first time i've ever seen it so i think if you see the sopro on demand back and you hear a lot of crowd interaction that's coming from that guy yeah but hey, got to try these things, haven't you? I think I think I think that is the right venue for them as well. And yes, I, it, it, it's it's you can work it where it's like a bit more intimate, you know, than Academy One, Academy yeah. Two, etc., etc. It does it does feel like Sopro's home. Yeah, it really does. It's can you find fault with it? You can find fault with anything, you know, if you wanted. But yeah. no, it was decent. It was decent. I really, I really enjoyed it. I didn't mind that as a show. <laughs> no, you don't know. I mean, you paid your money on you take your chances. Yeah. But you know, as a as a sub pro show, you can see the progression. Yeah. The the, the production of what they're doing, um, the things what they're doing in the ring. Thumbs they're on, up. They're on the right track. They're on yeah. The right track. Thumbs up for me. May six. If you've not already known what show they're running on May 6th, and go to that show. Also go and watch Keane the night before at the Corp Arena. Who's, uh, who's in support act? Latham's. Oh. As I struggle. <laughs> uh, go and watch them as well. But now me and Jeff have had a good time. Met Les Battersby with fuck all, so... Um, Les Battersby, Les Battersby, Les Battersby, he's called Bruce Jones. Da, 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 da. There you go, Jeff, you got that song out there. Uh, there, there you go. That's uh, Sovereign Pro done with. Where can we follow you, Jeff? Well, if you fancy me retweeting uh, racing bloggers' uh, tweets, they could try and get under a pound if he wins a race. Um, come to uh, Jeff Hogan to follow us uh, uh, Graps and Claps podcast and oh no GCP podcast one follows at Hoggy Part 3 and go and uh, listen to the other podcast which is uh, FWA pod nothing and like it uh, we've got episode 5 coming out in the next week or two and you've also got Muck We've also got a bit of muck with uh, Mucky Matty Edwards, uh, which is the Rock and John Cena. Go and see, if, uh, go and listen back if um, you know, if you, you want to, if you're so inclined, if you're so inclined. But cheers, Jeff. Been a good thirty-nine uh, minutes of content this one. No worries, mate. No worries. Cheers, everyone. Thank you and. Guten Nacht.